Rosh Chodesh Shvat, Aleph Shvat, Tafshin Pei, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Zelonitaliti, Ani Akhairakala Mangino, Ani Alufa Olam, Lipo, Zelaku, Mugado, Adiri, Monstro, Ani Nisafa Valbocher, Beholi, Umeam, Shikhliotani, Alufa Olam, Belirzo, Lefaho, Lenaso, Adiri. Kulishot <laughs> אבל תכף ייגמר לנו הפתיל, אני אלוף העולם בליפול ולקום כמו גדול אדירי כמו חול אני נשרף אבל בוחר בכל יום להמשיך לחיות אני אלוף העולם בלרצות לפחות The great Hanan Ben Ari, with his uh, with his hit, 
אני אלוף העולם. I'm the world champion. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not an egotistical song if you hear the words. He welcomes us in. Hanan Benari does with Aluf HaOlam. Welcomes us in. Ushers us in to yet another edition. Live edition, I say. Live, live. Hello? Live edition of the Israel Show. We come to you each and every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM, 9 AM Eastern Time, 4 PM Israel Time, around the world, whatever time it is. That's the time we are on. And, of course, on demand, you can listen to us whenever you want via the Nachum Siegel Network app. Go to the archives, f- find the Israel show, and you can pick any edition that you like. And uh, the same goes for the website, NachumSiegel.com. And we have back. It is back. The podcast you can subscribe to the podcast and it'll automatically, automatically just flow right into your device. And you can listen to it at whatever time you like. Uh, you know what? We should post the link to the podcast. There is a link to the podcast and it should work in most cases. So we will post it on our Facebook page facebook.com slash the israel show facebook.com slash the israel show where we post other things as well you want to take a look there and give us a like it's uh, important for us that you like facebook.com slash the israel show and that you like the posts that we post because that's part of the algorithm that um, facebook uses to uh, measure popularity and to give it more give um, specific sites and um, projects more visibility on Facebook. How's that? We have a, a fascinating show, really fascinating. We have, we have worked over the weekend, of course not on Shabbat, but over the other parts of the weekend, at editing some of the speeches that were given last week in Yerushalayim it was on Wednesday when tens and t- I think they said 72. I, I just, I don't know. It sounds like a lot. Maybe it was definitely 40. Uh, lead, world leaders came to Yerushalayim to commemorate the Holocaust on uh, what the international community has decided to use as a Holocaust uh, Memorial Day. It is actually today. 27th of January, which is the 75th anniversary this year of the liberation of Auschwitz. And um, besides the Israeli speakers, uh, President Rivlin and Prime Minister Netanyahu, Vice President Pence spoke beautifully. Um, The President of Germany spoke, I believe, also very beautifully. And Prince Charles will give you a little bit of what Prince Charles said, which is also interesting. Um, and time permitting, we will discuss the saga, the case of Naamayi Saskar. We mentioned it last week at the end of the show. We explained what her story is. And it took on, I think, another angle. It took on another form this past week, so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So lots coming up. Stay tuned. Lots of great music. 
And uh, here's some more lots of great music. This is Moshe Ben-Ari. This is an old one. It's going back to 2006, 2006. From his album, Masao Matan, this is Mamri'im. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Oldie but goodie, Mosh Benari, Mamri Im, going back uh, 14 years to 2006. I hope that's 14 years, otherwise I will look silly <laughs> to our listeners. Mayor Weingarten here. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you so much for tuning in and making us a part of your week. So, uh, as we mentioned, the Fifth World Holocaust Forum took place in Jerusalem for the first time at Yad Vashem. Many world leaders were there. Record number of world leaders in Israel at the same time, not for a funeral of Rabin, let's say. However, I would say this was for a much larger funeral 75 years later. As my father, Allah Shalom, used to say, Everyone will come out to support dead Jews. Dead Jews are popular. The alternative is to be unpopular, to be alive, and to be strong. And the world doesn't like that too much. So as my father used to say, I'll choose to be unpopular. So dead Jews is always easy for for world leaders to come some of them actually were so sarcastic if you or cynical I would say if you ask me to specifically Prince Charles of England of, of Great Britain or whatever they call themselves um, after he spoke and uh, spoke very nicely and we'll have a clip of uh, what he mentioned went to meet with uh, a Holocaust denier Abu Mazen, as did Macron, the president of France, who's named after a Pesach cookie. Just kidding. But look at the bright side how so many world leaders came to Yerushalayim. Yes. They traveled on highway number one, even though some of it goes through the quote-unquote occupied territories. Yeah, it is a different day, and it is a different time, even than it was 20 years ago. The uh, president of Germany. It's a difficult speech for the president of Germany to make, obviously. He began he began in Hebrew. Many of them tried to stick in some Hebrew as broken as it was. It seems to be very popular. He began in Hebrew, he made a Shekhyanu. I'm not really sure why. I guess if I'd have to guess I would say he made a Shekhyanu because here we are in Yerushalayim here are all the world leaders getting together in the capital of a reborn state of Israel only 75 years later in a a world power having gone from being uh, having no worth their lives having zero worth in the world in Nazi Germany and Nazi occupied areas and then he said a few words in Hebrew said it is a blessing and the official translation here is a gift but he said a chesed 
And I think that's um, it's a kindness for me to be able to speak here today at Yad Vashem. Meaning he sees the fact that the Jews, the Jewish people, are willing to let him speak at the capital, at the epicenter of remembrance of the Holocaust. He sees that as a chesed, and I think that's a, a good thing. Here's that first uh, little bit, and then we'll highlight another piece. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Rivlin Moshe Kanto Hanichbad Rav Todot Al Hasmanatchem. So that was his opening, and then now I say obviously the president of Germany has to say it, but sometimes you can say things in a more outspoken way, and sometimes you can say things in a more circumspect way. And um, this part was very obvious. And there's another clip, which I don't have the audio for, but I will tell you... Um, unfortunately, I don't have the audio, but I will read to you... I will read to you uh, that part. But here is the part that I found somewhat courageous for him to say in taking the blame and straight up pointing at himself and saying we did it, it's us no way to whitewash that Frank Walter Steinmeier Steinmeier, President of Germany Germans deported them Germans burned numbers on their forearms Germans tried to dehumanize them to reduce them to numbers, to erase all memory of them in the extermination camps. They did not succeed. Samuel and Riga, Ida and Willi were human beings, and as human beings, they live on in our memory. Yet Vashem gives them, as it says in the book of Isaiah, a monument and a name. I too stand before this monument as a human being and as a German. I stand before their monument, I read their names, I hear their stories, and I bow in deepest sorrow. Samuel and Riga Ida and Willi were human beings. And this also must be said here. The perpetrators were human beings. They were Germans. Those who murdered, those who planned and helped in the murdering, and the many who silently towed the line 
They were Germans. The industrial mass murder of six million Jews, the worst crime in the history of humanity, it was committed by my countrymen. The terrible war, which cost far more than 50 million lives, is originated from my country. 75 years later, after the liberation of Auschwitz, I stand before you all as President of Germany and I stand here laden with the heavy historical burden of guilt. Yep. While you have people around the world, but especially in Germany, and especially of the younger generation, who don't want to take responsibility, who say, why, why should we say it's our fault? For whatever it's worth, the president of Germany gets up and says, it, they were Germans. They were Germans who murdered. They were Germans who committed the worst crime in the history of humanity. And then he continued, and this to me, sorry I don't have this audio part, but this to me is one of the scariest passages in his speech. This is the president of Germany. I wish I could say, this is a quote, I wish I could say that we Germans have learned from history once and for all. But I cannot say that when hatred is spreading. I cannot say that when Jewish children are spat on in the schoolyard. I cannot say that when crude anti-Semitism is cloaked in supposed criticism of Israeli policy. I cannot say that when only a thick wooden door prevents a right-wing terrorist from causing a bloodbath in a synagogue in the city of Halle on Yom Kippur. I wish I could say that we Germans have learned from history once and for all. Wow. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
with Mikdash Melech that is a um, song that was sung in uh, the concentration camps and there's we've spoken we've given the story of that special song as it was presented by Rabbi Lau many years ago and recorded by Yishai Rebo uh, about five years ago probably talk about it again on Yom HaShoah. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. Prince Charles, we spoke about, and I always like to say that we are usually ahead of the uh, of the public knowledge of, on things. So I think it is fair to say that one of the first places that this whole issue was discussed, this fact was discussed, that Prince Charles's grandmother is buried in Jerusalem and that she saved Jews during the Holocaust was right here on the Israel show. Not that it wasn't known, but it wasn't really discussed much. Her name was Princess Alice of Battenberg. You might have heard of the Mount Battens of the British royal family, Mount Batten was an anglicized version of Battenberg. Berg is a mount, mountain, right? Goldberg, Har, Zahav, and so forth. She was a great-granddaughter of Queen Victoria. She was born, believe it or not, in Windsor Castle, and she grew up in the United Kingdom. Her husband was... uh, Prince Andrew of Greece and Denmark and she became Princess Andrew of Greece and Denmark. She lived in Greece and then through a lot of exiles and ins and outs and so forth she went through a lot of personal problems she diagnosed with schizophrenia but during World War II she was in Athens and she saved and sheltered, we should say, and saved a Jewish family. And as such, she is recognized as Chasidat Umot Ha'olam. Ha'olam. And of course, Prince Charles, before he went to meet the Holocaust in Ayar Abu Mazen, 
mentioned that, spoke about that in his speech. So we give him that. <laughs> Here's that clip. For my own part, I have long drawn inspiration from the selfless actions of my dear grandmother, Princess Alice of Greece, who in 1943, in Nazi-occupied Athens, saved a Jewish family by taking them into her home and hiding them. My grandmother, who is buried on the Mount of Olives, has a tree planted in her name here at Yad Vashem and is counted as one of the righteous among the nations. Hasideh Umut Olam. A fact which gives me and my family immense pride. Yes, he would obviously bring that out at the proper occasion. Unfortunately, the United Kingdom has not been the greatest friend of the Jewish people. And of course, he won't tell you historically that just before the beginning of the Shoah, it was the British government that closed the doors of then Palestine, Eretz Israel, to the Jews who wanted to escape from Europe and kept those doors closed even after the Holocaust when boatloads of refugees, of Jews that went through hell on earth came in rickety boats that were organized by the Mossad al-Yabet, the Haganah, came to the shores of Haifa, the British naval vessels in the most disgusting and ruthless way captured these boats and send all those refugees to yet another internment camp in Cyprus. And while his grandmother is a Hasidat Umota Olam, the policies of Great Britain during the war regarding the Jews and the Holocaust and Israel, which was under the British mandate at the time, and after the war were horrendous And so whenever anyone from Britain tries to tell you that the Jews are, or the state of Israel is not behaving properly, don't let him give you Musser, because he has no right to do so. Vice President Pence, I believe, gave the most beautiful speech of them all. And more importantly than beautiful, I mean, there were moments. There were moments that he really was was uh, was losing it. He was at the verge of tears. But I think what I found to be especially beautiful, especially moving 
was something that he said and no one else. Everyone, not everyone, but many, many spoke of how the Jews are resilient, how the Jews, right after the Holocaust, came to the land of Israel and built a massive country, an amazing, amazing feat from a people that were almost destroyed entirely. It was mentioned by many people, and I think that anyone watching who has a Jewish soul or a soul understood how miraculous that was, or that is. But Mike Pence is the only one who put it into words. So the first first piece that we have from Mike Pence is... Um, is not that part. That part comes later. Here is the first piece, first cut that we have from Mike Pence, Vice President, who spoke last week at the Holocaust commemoration. Mr. Prime Minister, as we honor and remember the six million Jewish martyrs of the Holocaust, the world can only marvel at the faith and resilience of the Jewish people who just three years after walking in the valley of the shadow of death rose up from the ashes to reclaim a Jewish future and rebuild the Jewish state. And I'm proud to say as Vice President of the United States that the American people have been with you every step of the way since 1948. And so we will remain. As President Trump declared in his historic visit to Jerusalem, bond between our two peoples is woven together in the fabric of our hearts. And so it shall always be. That was where um, I I felt, at least, that he uh, he was at the verge of tears. That was the introductory piece to what I believe is the highlight. And throughout, without saying it in so many words, Vice President Pence, who's a deeply religious man, deeply religious Christian, was quoting from Tanakh. So when he says the faith and resilience of the Jewish people who just three years after walking in the valley of the shadow of death rose up from the ashes, etc. He's quoting from Tehillim, Gam Keilech Begeit Salmavet, which is most often interpreted as the valley gay Salmavet, the shadow of death. And he went on to speak about, to continue to speak about the resilience of the Jewish people and their return to the land of Israel. Here, I think, is the highlight for me of everything that happened last week is this uh, next piece. Vice President Mike Pence. Through pogroms, persecutions, and expulsions in the ghettos, and finally even through the death camps, the Jewish people clung to an ancient promise that he would never leave you or forsake you, 
and that he would lead this people to inherit the land that he swore to your ancestors that he would give them. And so today, as we bear witness to the strength and the resilience and the faith of the Jewish people, so too we bear witness to God's faithfulness to the Jewish people. Nobody that day when all the leaders of the world were there and the leaders of Israel nobody expressed it so openly, so blatantly so beautifully we bear witness to God's faithfulness to the Jewish people how? by just being here by being in Yerushalayim, by being in Eretz Yisrael, by being alive. God's faithfulness to the Jewish people, we speak, we, we, we speak about it when we conclude on Shabbat HaHaftarah, one of the brachot, Ne'eman atahu Hashem Elokeinu v'ne'emanim devarecha. You are faithful to your promise continues may the memory of the martyrs be enshrined in the hearts of all humanity for all time may God bless the Jewish people the state of Israel the United States and all the nations gathered here and may he who creates peace in the heavens create peace for us and for all the world. Osei Shalom Bimro Mav. Huye Asei Shalom. Alenu Viakol Yes Israel. Vayim Ru. Amen.
Yonatan Razel with his classic Vehi She'amda My name is Maya Weingarten You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network One last addendum to that beautiful part of Mike, Vice President Mike Pence's speech in which he gives gratitude and bears witness to God's faithfulness to the Jewish people. Wow. Az Yamuvagoyim, right? So again, he's quoting, I believe, from two psukim, they're back to back in Sefer Dvarim Perak Lamed Aleph, psukim Zayin and Chet. He said, The Jewish people clung to an ancient promise that he, capital H, God, would, quote, I'm putting this in quotes, never leave you or forsake you. And uh, in the Pasuk in Varim, it says, 
Uyeimach, and here's the quote, Lo Yarpecha Velo Yazveka. He will not leave you or forsake you. And this is the previous Pasuk speaks about Yehoshua bringing us into the land of Israel. And in doing so, God will never forsake us. And then he continues, Mike Pence, and that he, God, capital H, would lead this people to inherit the land that he swore to your ancestors that he would give them. And if we go one Pasuk back, Moshe says to Yehoshua, Chazak ve'ematz, Ki ata tavo'et ha'am hazel ha'aretz, Asher nishba Hashem la'avotam la'tet lahem. Will lead this people to inherit the land that he swore to your ancestors that he would give them. He's not a preacher. He's not a rabbi. But he quotes so beautifully and eloquently from the scriptures and most importantly in my humble opinion he sees the miraculous realities of our times how much more we should understand that here is God fulfilling his promise after 2000 years Amit Segal, who I've mentioned a gazillion times on this show, brilliant journalist, political commentator, and so forth, tweeted the following. Whenever a German leader arrives, comes, visits Yad Vashem, and he bends down, lowers himself to lay a wreath at the Ner Tamid. I'm reminded of the following Psukim from the book of Yeshayahu. the children of those who tormented you, Inui, Me'anaich, the children of those who tormented you will come before you bowing down, whereas you have been forsaken, rejected, with none passing through the desolation of the land of Israel the hatred and the genocide towards the Jewish people instead I will make you an everlasting I will make you a pride everlasting a joy for all the ages
We live in such historic times. We so have to understand. Oh my gosh, we so miss it. I'm reminded of this quote by Charles Krauthammer. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it or not. Yeah, here it is. Now, he said this about something else, not about the Jewish people, although I think he believed very much that it could be said about that as well. The late, great Charles Krauthammer you said, quote, you and I are the improbable winners of the most miraculous intergenerational lottery. After uncounted generations of human beings, we have the unique privilege of living in a time, and now I'm replacing what he said, when the Jewish people have been returned through the grace of God to the Holy Land. And now I continue with his quote, anyone who can remain unhumbled by the majesty of the enterprise, dead to the transcendent promise of his own time, should have his citizenship in the 21st century revoked. The rest of us need to get to work. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Az al tivki halayla, o shechani chikan, kochav nofel meiret lelech shoel leam, umat vakshi milemala. Thank you. 
My favorites, Yesh Sham, sung by Achinoam Nini, here on the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are on the Nachum Siegel Network. This was the first time in the over seven years that we're doing this show that I played a song by Achinoam Nini. Don't have time to explain now why I didn't until now and why I am now, but we'll try and explain it next week. Um, we're going to end off. Yes, we're out of time. Oh, I wanted to talk about Namai Saskar. Well... As always, next week. Um, we'll end off with Aniva Simon Amois HaKatan, the uh, cover of that by the Tavlinim. Before that, we say thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for all your Facebook likes and comments. Keep them coming. Facebook.com slash The Israel Show. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. And my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports, and then Novak Now with Jake Novak, a show that you don't want to miss if you're into current events. If you like this show, you'll like that one too. And then, not that there's anything wrong with Yoni's show, just I have no idea about sports. And then the great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, immediately following JM and the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. ולפעמים כשאני אקח לבדי אני חוזר לשים את האות ילדותי אל נעורי שנעלמו עם השנים לחברים שלי האם הישנים אני חוזר אל הצבעים והקולות אל העיניים התמימות והגדולות אני חוזר אל השכונה אל עץ התות אל עפיפון אדום אדום קשור לחוט
עכשיו העיר גדולה, מסימון לא שומעים אפילו לא מילה, ומויז הקטן, לאן הוא נעלם? וגם קולנוע ארץ כבר לא קיים. 